What's good, everyone? Welcome to Geeks Who Watch Football. I am your host, Jeff Jackson. I've been on a little bit of a hiatus lately. Thank you to those of you who've been waiting to hear from me. I did not do an episode this past Tuesday. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my life this past week. I'll hopefully touch more in depth on it in future episodes. Want to make sure everything is uh, set in stone before I announce anything. Um, in addition, my wife and I are in the process of house buying. And for those of you who know, the market is absolutely, absolutely insane right now. And we've had a lot of developments. We've had a lot of talks with our agent. So that's been taking a lot of time away from me from podcasting. But the good news is, is this should all be starting to even out. And as things become, you know, work themselves out of my life right now, hopefully I'll be able to get back to the full schedule. So I know the Julio Jones trade happened recently from the Atlanta Falcons to the Tennessee Titans. I do plan to bring on Paul in the next coming weeks to discuss some of that. Also, I want to bring back the coach, Bobby Cicerano, to talk some fantasy football. We'll be talking training camp. There's going to be a lot of stuff we're going to cover preseason. But for right now, this is going to be a gaming-focused episode. Uh, just a quick update. I did just finish watching the first episode of Loki uh, on Disney+. Plus. I will be joined this weekend by Phil and Kevin. We'll be giving our thoughts on episode one. Instead of waiting for the whole season end to review it like we did with Captain America and WandaVision, we're going to be going episode to episode. So you see our live reaction. Well, not live reactions, but week to week announcements, just like you would have like those type of conversations at the water cooler, so to speak. And I think it'd be a nice twist from just reviewing the series as a whole and having it be like three hours long. Not that there's anything wrong with those. I'm sure some of you enjoy that, but I think this would be a nice change of pace to mix it up a bit to go episode to episode. So you guys can, you know, watch your episode on Thursday, tune in the weekend to see what we think of it, you know, and keep that process going for the season one of Loki. So next week, for those of you who are aware, E3 kicks off this Saturday. I have the schedule right in front of me on June 12th. So E3 to me is the equivalent of the NFL draft is for sports for the off season for this podcast in that besides like game of the year besides when there's like november with all the launches coming out it's probably going to be one of the busiest times for the gaming community even though e3 is still closed doors it's media only event there's still going to be a lot of big announcements coming out so next week will be a gaming only focused week just like I did the week of the draft was only sport focused. Next week will be only gaming. So I will be doing an episode today, right now that you're listening to, which is my E3 predictions. Next week, Tuesday, you're going to hear my reaction to E3, covering the announcements, what happened. And then Thursday, I'm hoping to get Garrett back on to do the Sly 3 Honor Among Thieves, the retro review for that. I might be able to pivot and do depending on how quickly I go through it. I would like to either next Thursday, if Sly Cooper falls through or the following Thursday, I will be reviewing Ratchet and Clank a rift apart. I can't wait to get that game. I'm planning to pick it up on launch day. I'm sure I'm going to be sucked into it all weekend. So I'm not going to rush through it for the sake of like the review. I beat it when I beat it. That's what I've been trying to do with this podcast and this platform is to not rush through stuff. So I can give you guys my honest takes because sometimes, you know, you beat a game and you look back like a week or two later, like, oh, 
I soured on it or, oh, that part wasn't as bad as I thought. So I try to always let things simmer a little bit before I release it to you guys. But we're about like, what, five minutes into this show and I haven't even done my intro <laughs> besides the music. So once again, this is Geeks Who Watch Football. You can follow us on Facebook. We have our own page at Geeks Who Watch Football. You can follow me on Twitter. I am at MadTitan1018. You can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcast. Please leave a review. Please leave a like. Uh, any input helps a lot. So then it's not just like two or three people telling me, you know, what's going on and stuff. So it helps the podcast grow. It helps the podcast get better. So with that update out of the way, we are today's episode is going to be about E3. And like I said, I was emailed the schedule. I'm sure most of you who subscribe to E3 have gotten it or IGN or GameSpot or Eurogamer or wherever. But the schedule is as follows. I'm not going to cover all of it, but the big bullet points. This Saturday, June 12th, it kicks off at 10 a.m. with just the pre-show ramble. It's kind of like the uh, the Oscars. The first event going is Ubisoft at 11 a.m. Gearbox will be at 2 o'clock. And then I think it's like Games Beater session or something like that, like a 245. So the main ones being Ubisoft and Gearbox on Saturday. Sunday, we have... Xbox and Bethesda at 10 a.m. I believe they're having one lead into the other, even though, because for those of you who do not know, Microsoft bought Bethesda recently. So they are joint. However, they are going to have, they said, collaborative, but also separate conferences just back to back. So I say Microsoft followed by Bethesda. And then at 1215, we have Square Enix. At 2 o'clock, we have Warner Brothers, but they even put in their schedule, which means they're only going to be talking about one game. They talk, they put Black for Blood, the same people who made uh, Left for Dead, same people who also made uh, Evolve, Turtle Rock Studios. And then at 2.30, we have a PC gaming show. Monday, we swing over, trying to see if there's any. Capcom is at 2.30, Take-Two Interactive. I forgot them. They're at 10.15. It's an indie showcase at 12. And then last but not least on Tuesday, the big guns. Nintendo has their live event at 9 a.m., followed by Bandai Namco at 225. And then the E3 awards show, follow-up by GameSpot, and yada, yada, yada. So I wanted to take this time before and cram it in to give what I think could happen at this E3. Obviously, Sony is not a part of this. They will be doing a state of play, I believe, in July. I'm not going to release my predictions for that. I know like other sites and studios have. I'm not going to yet because without being a month away, I'll just do its own episode or I'll throw it in an intro of what I think is going to happen. I don't want to make a prediction for something that's not a month out or more than a month out. So this is my predictions of what I think is going to happen. Um, before I get into my official predictions, I'll try to get them in more and more insane. There are some little side notes that this is like, these are like the runners up to where they're not bold enough to be like declared a full prediction, but they're just stuff I wanted to talk about and touch on. So let me scroll up here to make sure I have this right. Ubisoft. I do think we see Prince of Persia. I know some people have been shitting on that lately, the remake of Sands of Time. I do think we see it. I do think as well, 
we get a release date for it. The game is supposed to come out Q1 this year. It got delayed due to difficulties, COVID, project mismanagement, you name it, whatever excuse you want to throw out there. I think it gets a release date. Like I said, it's not an official prediction because it's not a big enough title right now to talk about. They're also going to go into more Far Cry depth, I think, and stuff like that. Jumping over to Microsoft, there are some big predictions I have, but the quote-unquote unofficial ones, the ones that don't make the cut, is Psychonauts 2 will get a release date, I think. I think we will also see a trailer for Perfect Dark. No gameplay, though. I think it'll just be like a cinematic trailer. And there'll be some other stuff announced for Games Pass. Maybe even we might even see Forza, a new Forza title. Like I said, I'm going to touch back on Microsoft for my official predictions. But And Square Enix, I just have one. That's it. Um... Capcom is part of my official prediction. Nintendo, Bandai Namco. Okay, so those are the ones that didn't quite make the cut. So starting it off, like I said, Ubisoft, I don't have high expectations for. So I'm going to skip Saturday altogether. I'm looking at the schedule to keep myself on track. Actually, I'll start with Capcom. <laughs> I just said I'll stay on track and I'm jumping ahead to Monday's conference because I'm going to I don't want to start with the bangers and then kind of end with the fizzle. Capcom, I believe, will announce, they'll thank everyone for Resident Evil 8 and how much of a great success it is and sold a million copies and blah, 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 blah. But I do think we see DLC shown for Resident Evil 8 Village. And I think it could be one of two avenues or paths. My main prediction is I think we will see Rose as the playable DLC. Similar to how Resident Evil 7 at the end, you see Redfield, and then the first DLC you get to play as Redfield. It might have been even the second, the Not a Hero DLC. I think the same thing. You see Rose, which is Ethan Winters and Mia Winters' daughter, fully grown. I think you're going to play as her in the DLC. In addition, I think the other possibility is you play as Mia Winters. For those of you who haven't played Village, I won't spoil it. But in a prequel to Village, I think the events leading up to Village, you play as Mia and find out what happens there. So I think that's the prediction. I do not think we see Resident Evil 4. I believe it is in development, the Resident Evil 4 remake in the wake of Resident Evil 2 and 3. But I don't think we see it. I think it's just too close to the release date of Resident Evil Village. I think maybe later this year we will see Resident Evil 4 remake shown, but... I think they want to let some air breathe between their titles. I think they're just going to focus on the DLC. I think they're not even going to really mention Resident Evil 4 besides saying it is in development. I think later in the year slash next year, we'll see a full trailer and it'll come out. So for right now, that's all I have for Capcom. And I believe their conference is only half an hour. Yeah, half an hour scheduled. So I think that's why I think it's a dead ringer for just DLC. Another big one gonna jump over to microsoft here now i predict that halo infinite will be shown i think after suffering a year delay we do get an official release date i think we get much improved gameplay i think a beta announcement happens and i think it's less than a month out i think it's early july we get a beta for halo 
And I think the title is going to get a release date. If I had a guess, I don't know a specific day, but I think it's going to launch September of this year. So September, 2021. I believe when I said my earlier prediction of Psychonauts gets a release date, I think that's going to be a summer game, much like Psychonauts 1 was. I think that's going to be an August game. Personally, I think it's going to be August 2021. I already said I think they show a Perfect Dark trailer. In addition, I think part of the Bethesda prediction and in their studio, I think Outer Worlds 2 gets announced. I'm not sure if that's a Microsoft exclusive, but Outer Worlds 2 will be announced at this uh, event by Obsidian, I believe. That will be shown. In addition, I think we do see Starfield gameplay finally. I think the big event for Bethesda that they want to separate from Microsoft will be Starfield. People keep rumoring that it's going to be an Xbox exclusive. I don't know if it is. If it is, that would be huge. But I think it could be a timed exclusive. But I do think... It will be shown. Gameplay will be shown. It'll be a full in-depth on that title. So for Microsoft, we have Halo release date, September 2021, I'm predicting. I think we get a a cinematic trailer for Perfect Dark. I think we get Psychonauts 2 release date in August. I think potentially we get a new Forza game, and it's on Game Pass Day 1, they announce. I do think as well we get some exclusivity or shown between the two. I think we get Outer Worlds 2 announced, and I think we get, um, I just had the other title, Starfield shown. So now we're getting into, next up, I'm going to jump over to Nintendo. My prediction with Nintendo is I think Breath of the Wild 2 will be announced, or not announced, but release date confirmed as well for that. Gameplay shown. I think it comes out November of this year, November 2021. In addition to Nintendo, I don't think they stopped there. I think they show a teaser of Donkey Kong. Side-scrolling venture very similar to donkey kong country by retro even though it's not being made by retro i think we see a new donkey kong title it's rumored to be worked on by the same team or at least part of the team that worked on mario odyssey so i think we're going to see donkey kong in this uh e3 in addition i think two the final two smash bros characters get a lot uh announced i think they are crash bandicoot and hoping that shows up on the mic by the way of me tapping it i'm gonna be bold i'm swinging for the fences here i know people are gonna roll their eyes but i'm recording this now so when i get it right i have the receipts i think these motherfuckers finally announce waluigi and the whole house gets like broken down and people start crying people are hugging people are thinking it wouldn't ever come to exist i think they finally announced the final two and i think they're crashing waluigi So Nintendo signing up to have a very strong conference. I think Breath of the Wild 2 confirmed date, November. If this happens, I mean, anyway, a Donkey Kong game shown. I do think we get a trailer. I don't think it's any gameplay, and I don't think we get an announced date, but I think we get uh, a trailer for Metroid Prime. I really do, besides like just the logo. I think they're going to give us an update on that. I know they said it wasn't ready. Uh, what was it a year ago? It suffered a lot of delays, but I think we get at least an update on Metroid Prime. Nothing concrete, no release date announced, but and I might piss some people off, but I think you know, 
I think we're going to get an update on that. In addition, I think Nintendo will announce the Nintendo Switch Pro. There's just too much smoke around these rumors, or too much smoke for there not to be fire. Too much buzz. I think that gets announced. I think that comes out fall this year. I think they're doing that to compete with the PS5 and Xbox Series X sales this holiday, so I think they're going to want to get that out before November. I think they're going to show games that play better on it, like Breath of the Wild 2. And they're going to show some other games, probably like uh, I'm brain farting on some of them, but some of the ports specifically that run better. So I'm very like maybe Outer Worlds, they show the first one runs better. Like I think a Switch Pro does get announced. I think it comes out later this year, just in time for the holidays. So if that all comes to fruition, Nintendo's setting up very nicely between a new Donkey Kong game, new Metroid game, Release date for Breath of the Wild 2 and a Switch Pro. It's a pretty solid E3 event. And last but not least, I had to save this prediction for the end. I'm putting my uh, my money where my mouth is. Actually, first, let me do Square Enix. Sorry, I have just completely forgot about Square Enix. I do think the rumored Team Ninja Final Fantasy game gets announced. I don't think they give any trailers on it or anything. I think they just show a quick concept for it. The one that's rumored to be Dark Souls-like, I think we see that at E3. That's not a big one, but I think that's... I'll be excited for that game, but I think it's just early in development, but who knows? Wanted to say that before I get to my big one, because it leads into this transition-wise. I think Elden Ring gets shown at this E3, and it's about fucking time. (laughs) I think it gets announced. Bandai Namco is having a whole press conference. This is the crown jewel of their development lineup right now. I think this is the game between Hidetaki uh, Miyazaki and Game of Thrones writer. Um, oh my God, I'm brain farting on his name right now. The Game of Thrones writer, George R. R. Martin. There it is. Um, I think that gets announced. I do not think we get a specific release date, but I think gameplay is shown. A full in-depth is shown on the game. A long trailer is shown on the game. I don't think it's just a cinematic trailer, and that's it. I think they show gameplay. I think they show levels. I think they show like the whole shebang. I do not think it comes out this year. I know some people are being gutsy. I know From Software has a tendency to do that with short lineups. They don't like to have their games sit. However, I do think this game comes out Q1 2022. Dark Souls 2 has come out in March. Bloodborne, I believe, came out in March or April. I think it's right around that launch time. So if I had to predict a month, I would say, I think they just say early 2022 in the trailer, but I think March 2022 is when this game comes out. Which is exciting. Looking forward to Elden Ring. That's the final one of the E3 predictions. So I'm hoping everyone tunes into it or at least follows it on Twitter. For those of you who don't want to just sit in your computer, you can pick and choose what you want to stream, which is nice. It's kind of sucks not having Sony there because I think Sony, I'd have a couple of announcements for them as well, but I don't know. It's kind of worrisome, but like I said, I'll do a whole nother episode for Sony. I don't want to get into them right now because they're not at E3. So hence, I'm not going to spend too much time focusing on them and giving them unwanted attention right now. So, I'm hoping these predictions come true. I wanted to get this out to you before E3 happens. If anybody has any questions, polls, comments, like I said, I'll be posting the receipts, I believe, on the Facebook page as well. 
Tuesday, just as a reminder, next Tuesday, I will be doing the reacts because by that point, all the press conferences will be held. I will be giving my reaction to it. Like I said, next Thursday, I will be either doing a Sly 3 review to complete the retro review with Garrett. If that doesn't happen and I have beaten Ratchet and Clank like a nerd, I might be doing Ratchet and Clank next Thursday. It's going to be one or the other. So next week's all E3. This weekend coming up, tune in. You'll get the Loki episode one review with Kevin, myself, and Phil. And then in two weeks, we'll go back to the sports event. We'll cover the Julio Jones trade if any other news has happened. We'll get Paul Thompson in here. Paul and I will be talking up stuff. Um, so, yeah, it'll be fun. I think this is kind of a shorter one. Like I said, I wanted to get these predictions into the wind, give everyone a quick update, show that everybody that I am alive, alive and well. They said just going through some things right now, but I hope to provide you guys some more updates as time moves forward. Remember, you can follow me on Facebook. You can tweet at me. I am at MadTitan1018. In addition, thank you to those of you who listen on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a like. I also post on Instagram stories when new episodes drop for you guys to get updates. So thanks to everyone for listening, and I'll see you guys this weekend or after E3.